Welcome to today's bonus episode of the Lessons She Learned podcast. These episodes are just pieces of social commentary on topics we've touched on either in passing or in depth during previous episodes. They tend to be short because they're just sparked by conversations, experiences, news, media, and events that are happening in real time. And so let's get into it. I was listening to um, a podcast called Market Mondays um, by EYL, um, the Earn Your Leisure family. Um, It's hosted by Rashad Bilal, Troy Millings, and Ian Dunlap. And during one of the Q&A sessions, they started talking about how the workforce and the economy has been impacted um, by not increasing wages for the cost of living and not having a competitive position as a country because a lot of what we have here are arguably mostly imports from other countries that actually physically created the product. Um, And talking about how not having a, a, a strategic position in the global space as if like, you know, education, that's, that's something we could be competing in, but we aren't, we aren't competitive as competitive as many other countries. Um, technology, um, is one of the areas where we are, um, a little bit more refined. So between technology and media, they were talking about how, those are really the places where you have kind of seen this uh, American spotlight when it comes to what it is we are doing as a country to sustain um, our market, to sustain our economy and things like that. And one of the things that that it kind of got my mind into going around in circles about um, was how now that we are seeing that there's this greater monetization of content in media, what exactly does that mean? And why is this turn taking place? Even though some people might take it deeply seriously and some people might be snickering like, oh, let's go find a real thing to do or go get a real job is some of the things that I know that people have heard at times when people are looking at uh, people who have decided to be professional YouTubers or who have decided to be professional influencers and going into this space that arguably was uncharted until maybe 10, 15 years ago. And so they were talking about this and they were talking about like the media aspect of it. They were talking about the value of platforms like Netflix and platforms like Disney plus, but naturally because of where I am or where I stand um, as far as marketing is concerned and being the kind of person who is, you know, able to look at and leverage content and media for the purposes of building a business. um, I was taking into consideration the points or the kind of conversation I was having with Leah J on one of uh, the most recently published episode. And she was talking about, or she had brought up building a business out of necessity. She had seen, um, she had seen what was going on. She had seen what was working for people. She had seen what was working well in her own life. Naturally, just following her own inclinations, you know, filling the mar- uh, the market with something that she felt like was absent. And when she was no longer able to work, when that opportunity had left her, she had started to just use what she had and start to monetize the creation and the development of content. 
And you can even see on a larger scale that what larger corporations have started to do is also, especially these streaming platforms that are relatively new, they started to lean into a little bit more of leveraging and monetizing content and being able to have a super huge customer base by not depending exclusively on the people in this country but going ahead and doing the work of taking uh their their platforms global um and so i know that i think it i can't remember whether it was disney plus or netflix that went and is starting is doing what they got to do to be able to stream and either it was like 26 or like 46 um other countries other than the united states you know just extending their reach which is allowed which would allow them to have a larger or wider customer base without having to do more but being able to do a lot of relatively more of the same and the thing that I was thinking about, the thing that this kind of sparked in my mind is understanding what's happening, not just in your industry, because that's important, but also understanding what's happening in the economy. When we look at uh, what's happening, when we look at the fact that we just had this mass exodus out of the workplace when we look at the fact that people are starting to to go ahead and create their own ventures that aren't um manually aggressive in the same way that we are used to seeing and we start to see in platforms like instagram not only allow people to buy badges for the creation of content not just creation of content, but for the maintenance or having or being able to sustain someone else's attention on an Instagram live. And now they've ventured into testing, beta testing with a few profiles, some subscription models so that you can be paid for creating content on a regular basis. We see that um, TikTok is still in the early phases of that, not paying out too, too much, um, but getting people sp- spectacular reach and we also know and have seen um the fact that youtube has already started to kind of build um their their model out so that they're mon they're able to have people monetize their platform in different ways and i think what's important um that we pay attention to is how the tide is turning and being willing to look at content as something that's beyond more than a phase beyond more than just this moment with young people and starting to see that it's not just the individuals who are looking to kind of make a quick flip on whatever effort they could put out in the short term but there are entire industries orienting their sales marketing and business plans to leverage more strategic content because it scales well because it reaches and resonates well when we're looking at these spaces and we're trying to decide what needs to happen and what we need to do and and what we want to do next it's crazy powerful that we could even be looking at at even the big businesses that used to have big old brick and mortar stores and stores in the malls that are now closing down and becoming warehouses for amazon it's it's even interesting to see how they are putting now billions multiple billions of dollars into influencer marketing because they know that the kind of content that they have they would need to create to get the kind of reach that each of those people have would cost way more if they try to do it themselves and be a lot less effective because they don't have those relationships to depend on and so I think one of the reasons I really wanted to kind of just get on here and talk about this is because I think that it's very real 
And I think that besides looking at your personal economy and seeing what potential content might have and, and being able to go ahead and build it out for you, um, helping you have XYZ number months and helping you go ahead and create some sort of residual income um, structure for you in your business or in your business model. I think that it's crazy to, to, have, to, to have to say, y'all, this is not a fad. You need to not just look at what people in your industry are doing. So it like, you know, sometimes you're like, man, I'm, I'm going to look at other influencers or I'm going to look at other, other designers or I'm going to look at other YouTubers. I think that it's really important to pay attention to the nationwide economic impact and economic strategy that's happening. And when you pay attention or are able to see for yourself what that looks like, what that feels like, man, there are multi-billion dollar companies making this adjustment and placing a higher fiscal value on and a higher economic value on creating this content. So maybe I need to take this a little bit more seriously. Maybe I need to understand not how not to just be entertaining, but how to go ahead and leverage this so that it go ahead and gets you a certain kind of result, help you reach a certain kind of conclusion. I'm saying this because once upon a time, I was like, man, I don't even know if I want to do all of this. Once upon a time, I was like, this is a lot of work. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that I'm actually down for the kind, the, the volume of work I would have to do, especially still as a solopreneur, just working with contractors here and there. And so I know for a fact that it's going to take some adjusting to even be willing to see a new industry. I know that other industries are adjusting with even crypto and, and different NFT stuff by learning to appreciate and learning how to understand new asset classes. There are so many things that are shifting, changing, and adjusting. But what I wanted to say and what I really wanted to highlight and what I really want you to kind of pick up on is that when we're having conversations about content, when we're having conversations about how to leverage media and platforms and how to leverage attention as a tool to go ahead and bring in leads and business, um, what we're really talking about is how to leverage the shift in the economy before the entire before everybody really realizes that man we're not just to be entertained we are using these tools and these resources to pad to pad our lifestyles because quite frankly the mass exodus tells you something about how the cost of living is going up inflation is not holding back whatsoever even though you know they're doing what they got to do with quantitative easing. And some might say that that's, uh, <laughs> some might say that that's not necessarily the solution we needed at the time. It just placated people for a little bit, but we have to pay attention to what's really happening. And we need to understand that content isn't just a technological shift, but it's exposing to us this opportunity in an economic shift that is so supreme that it is changing the quality of life, changing average incomes for people who know and are working to go ahead and leverage it. And that's something to be taken seriously. We t we have to take it seriously because if you intend to be here in this industry, um, creating any sort of content for your business over the next 5, 10, 15 years, you want to be paying attention to those early tide sounds, early tide 
ebbs and flows and be paying attention to what you might need to do again out of necessity. There are people leveraging these tools and resources to make a real adjustment to their lives. There, people aren't just, you know, sitting at the beach with their laptop. They're living with a certain kind of peace because they did what it seems like big business wasn't willing to do. And that was consider you, consider yourself and consider what you might need in order to maintain or develop this certain kind of quality of life. And so that is something that I get super, super passionate about simply because I know so many people who have started um, doing different ventures out of necessity. And when we are looking at why people are going into business, it's because they are starting to realize what kind of impact that their efforts, their attention, and their skill set is having on their jobs and how it seems like it is only having a fraction of of an impact on some of their personal economies. And so in order to go ahead and magnify that impact because they know the value of it in its true context... They're like, I'm going to leverage this for myself as well. And I think that's smart. And if we are strategic and thoughtful and paying attention, we can't get left behind. I just love having these kinds of conversations. If you find any like articles, because I'm an article lover, I write articles, um, I write blog posts and post them to Medium and LinkedIn and all that good stuff. But if you find articles or books or podcasts that you feel like really kind of frame well the conversation we're having about small business economy, because don't get it twisted, we're not just talking about small businesses at large, but there's a small business economy that affects the larger economy in our nations. And we want to be paying attention to what that looks like and feels like on a, you know, on the day to day. And so I just wanted to share that. I thought that was interesting. I thought it was worth our attention because I think that it's important, especially for new entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs kind of just building out their foundation. I think it's really important to remind them how real it is, what it is they're doing. And and I know that there's kind of like this cognitive dissonance a little bit because you feel like I'm pulling things from my imagination and I'm trying to build them out in this physical world or in this physical space, or I'm trying to build them out in a digital space, which can still make you feel like it's not as real as you want it to be, but it's very real. The income you produce, even if it, even if you feel like it's a little bit today, it's very real. And it has a very real impact on your personal economy. And the moment your personal economy is impacted, the, the, the economy at large is influenced. By what? The authority of every dollar you spend. This is not casual. This is real. This is real. And the moment we start looking at these small businesses and taking them deeply seriously... And, and, and not just looking at it in the context of our social spheres and popularity of different businesses and brands and things of that nature. The moment it gets real for you and you realize that, you're dangerous. I just wanted to share that. I thought that that was important. I thought it was interesting, too. Um, as a person who has you know studied education and marketing and, and, and business at large, it's just like, yo... People don't realize that the little things we think we're doing when we when we're just picking up a thing or two from Amazon, when we're just picking up a thing or two from Target or when we just decide, hey, I'm just going to go ahead and start a business today. Um, (laughs) I think that people don't realize that small decisions still make big waves. 
And that even what feels like a small decision it can still be very, 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 very substantial um, in more ways than one. I hope you enjoyed today's quick episode. I feel like spur of the moment episodes like this tend to have a little bit more of the razzle dazzle of emotion and excitement on it. If you're enjoying the Lessons She Learned podcast, I want you to leave a review. Tell me what you liked and what you want to hear more of. This helps me because I get to hear your thoughts about our conversations, which helps me pick relevant topics and interesting guests. But it also helps people just like you find podcasts just like this for insight, resources, and community. Thank you again for kicking it with me, and I'll talk to you guys again soon.